can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Talk everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fayade. On tonight's podcast, Nick Taylor, the Canuck, wins the Canadian Open. We'll see what that did for the kickoff of segment three. And then we take it out to LA, brah, for the United States Open Champion. Hello, John. Hello, Words. Can you hear me? I can, man. Hey, how you doing? John's joining us from, hey, uh, from yeah, some parked I'm, car I'm up back. in Colorado, trying to score some I'm smack. The, I'm back in the spot where uh, the Texas 7 just fucking had their last ride. Uh, remember, I, I brought that up last time, about five miles from there. <laughs> cool. Are you going to go pay homage? Uh, I've spent some time in Woodland, but no, I'm like you said, I'm in a parked running car uh with a, I didn't drive. I'm in the fucking uh, driveway of the cabin here, but I've got a Peroni and I've got a little white claw that I can open when I finish this. So I am sitting at the wheel of a car, just boozing my ass off <laughs> with a hose running from the tailpipe to the front seat. Yeah, you guys, you got, you know who Conrad Roy is? Connie. Conrad Roy, the uh, one of our favorite. You know, you and I love. Uh, Miss Diane or Aunt Diane, this is uh, I Love You Now Die. And the kid that literally killed himself over, like, his girlfriend bullying him in text was like, no, kill yourself. And he literally did that. He, like, rigged a little deal from his exhaust pipe into his car. Oh, wow. So, yeah, call me Conrad Roy, bub. Dark. <laughs> I know. Another great joke. Got any horror jokes? What, what drugs are we going to talk about today? <laughs> no, no, that's good. Well, I am in your home uh, by myself, and we're starting the show an hour and a half late, and so I've just been dragging my nuts on everything that I can think of that you would be touching. Hey, just stay out of my underwear drawer. We'll be <laughs> don't, fine. don't worry. Maggie's is not safe, though. I am wearing some of her, her undies. Is that cool? <laughs> no. it's in L- we're in L.A., bro. i got to feel sexy this show. Yeah, I love that. No, uh, no, that's funny. I, I love it. I, you and I, you know, we brought the we brought the equipment last time. We were both in Colorado together, and it was either I bring the equipment with me, or I was like, dude, nobody's gonna be in my house. I bet you want to get the fuck away from your family for an hour, huh? Yeah, I've been here for forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah, how's the is, is Penny there? Is, is Everything's Penny great. No, no one's here. Good. Yeah, uh, I think Penny might be coming home later, but we oh. got we got some time. So who the fuck's coming by here? You. Who, who's coming by here? Wouldn't you like to know, Bob? Um, well, great, John. So colorful Colorado, playing any golf? So, Went swimming today. It's been raining. Not, I have not played golf yet, words, but obviously, you know, had the Prairie member guest last week. I got home. I literally 
dumped everything out of my bag, threw it in the washer, and then, you know, obviously dryer too. But I did laundry, repacked, and I left for Colorado about 12 hours after I got, or I guess 24 hours after I got back from, from Prairie. So I'm, I'm on a good little run. I can't complain. Playing the Broadmoor tomorrow. Uh, Phoenix Golf Insider, JC, is playing with us. Ran into him at the airport. And so we're playing the East Course of the Broadmoor tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Okay, there you go. You know all things about and, dumping bag. Exactly. Uh, obviously, I gotta, I gotta say, Prairie was unbelievable. We came one fucking shot shy of winning our flight. We were in the first flight, one below the championship, and we we played our asses off in alternate shot. We fucking fell one shot short. So, got some credit, but it was a one of those that really, really. I just stopped thinking about it probably yesterday. So we had a couple of chances late in the tournament. It was right there in front of your, right there in front of your face. It was, it was, it was ours for the taking. We, I missed the short putt on our 17th hole of the day. And then I drove the green on the 18th hole, just off the back, kind of a in-betweener putt chip. What do you do? Do whatever you feel most comfortable in. And it was kind of a chunky chip and left me about from about 40 feet, left me about 20 feet. And, uh, I didn't make it, but we didn't know, like we come in, you know, thinking, Holy shit, I think we might've won this thing. We come in and we're one shot out and we just go back to those two fucking holes. And both of us wanted to kill ourselves. So it was a good run though. That's what golf's all about. Listen, anybody, I said it before, I'll say it again. If you ever have the chance to go to Prairie Dunes, you got to go because yeah. it is an amazing place. Good, and you met some uh, you met some new friends. I heard there's a new doc, a one and only doc now. Oh my my man Doc, my man Doc from up there in KC had everything I needed, bub. He took care <laughs> of me. He goes, he goes, hey, he finally just like without any without any like teaching or anybody saying anything to him, he's like, hey, Spanish, you good? And I'm like look around i'm like oh shit he's could, talking to me could be a little better so a lot of people started calling me spanish up there which was which was a nice new nickname hey that's puerto rican <laughs> to you fuckers but uh yeah it was uh it was a hell of a trip i was there from wednesday to sunday and uh i complained about how tired i was when i got home monday and uh that went over very very badly with my wife yeah Oh, well, from one trip to the next, you have a you. Are you there, word? I heard that. I heard everything, so don't worry. We didn't lose anything. Um, yeah, cool. well, you're just going cool. from one trip to the next. I feel real bad for you, bub. I know. Like I said, I'm not going to complain. I'm today is officially one week that I have been out of the office, which I've got two more days of of business days. But I'll be back Saturday evening uh, and plan on spending Father's Day watching fucking U.S. Open, baby. Very good. But word, I mean, got to give credit where credit's due. Nick Taylor breaks the fucking drought for the Canadians, huh? Yes, uh, first winner since Mike Weir, according to us. <laughs> that was that was you. That was you, fucking. <laughs> that was totally you. Yes. Sometimes people confuse our voices. <laughs> the word said that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, first Canucks since 1954, and uh, they just erupted for them. It was awesome. It looked like the crowd was was pretty wild. They stuck around through the playoff. Of course, they RBC was chartering a Jets um, for the players out there, so a lot of the players stuck around. You kind of had the uh, the Ryder Cup boys there cheering on Tommy to get his first fucking PGA Tour win 
ever, and the guy still can't get it done, especially when he's on my card for the week. Are you kidding me? I know. Listen, words. I watched a fair amount because I got home early Sunday, and I watched a fair amount uh, of the coverage. And seeing Hatton, uh, your your boy, the real the real Englishman, the team rose. When they panned over and, you know, they kept showing all the Canadians, but once they panned over for the first time and showed Shane Lowry and uh, Rosie, Rosie was just sitting there up against, like, the fucking, like, kind of grandstand area. Rosie looked great, by the way. He looked good. <laughs> he fucking just tall, fucking handsome looking. Beautiful head of hair. Beautiful hair. That That's literally my takeaway. Like, God damn. I wonder if he does his hair on his own. <laughs> Just a little gel, but yeah, little uh, gel back. I gotta say, dude. I mean, it, it seemed like it was it was crazy because Terrell, you know, comes in and posts a number, and it kind of is like, holy shit, is is Hatton gonna actually get into a playoff? Uh, and when Taylor bogeyed sixteen, I was like, all right, this motherfucker is done. And what does he do? Obviously, eighteen was playing super easy for most of the guys, but Taylor birdies seventeen and eighteen, and it was a hell of a it was a hell of a playoff. I mean. I thought that Tommy was done, and he just drills that putt before Taylor hit his little like four or five footer. You know? Yeah, the twenty footer on the first playoff hole. I gotta say though, back in in regulation, Tommy fucking lays up on a really short par five, eighteenth, gets par, had parred every par five that day, which was just killer. And another guy on the card, Terrell, terrible Terrell. Has two days of even par out there, and then two days of sixteen under, or two days of eight under each. Uh, it, with a double bogey on Sunday. I mean, the guy should have run away with a fucking tournament if he can just, like, put a little something together those other days. Uh, so, you know, terrible Terrell, his attitude, I think, kind of continues to, to get in the way of uh, what he, how good he really is. Well, you're, you're right. Tommy had the chance to go in. Nick Taylor had posted the fucking number, and he laid up with an iron off the tee, which he did in the playoff every time, too, but they... The, the coverage really kind of shit on Tommy for the fact that not only did he miss hitting the fairway with the iron off the tee, but then his layup shot, you have to hit the fucking fairway from the layup shot again. Cause you know, everybody was getting on into or around the green into, and he lays up and gives himself a shitty look to where my man Colton's like, uh, he's going to, he very well sixes in the fucking question here. You know, he'll be happy with a five and going to a playoff. Yeah. He gave him, and he had a good shot for that. He had it to 12 feet, I think 12, 15 feet to win. Yeah. I mean, there, you could just see it. Like he, he knew that he wasn't going to make it. Everyone out there knew that he was not going to make that birdie putt to win on 18. And sure enough, uh, he, he tugged it a little left. So, uh, well, and that's, that's, that's what was also crazy because, uh, I believe that was the first tournament ever that Tommy led the tournament in putting. Right, strokes game putting maybe he was he was number one, and he really let. It was like from eighteen throughout the playoff, it wasn't pretty. And it, obviously, he made that one great putt where he was very animated. I don't think I've seen Tommy that animated before. Um, but Nick Taylor, what does he do? Drops the longest putt in his PGA Tour career, seventy-two foot, infamous eagle. Now the shot heard around the world there in Canada. Unbelievable. Almost as good as Chapo's putt on 11, that downhiller from, from yeah. 12 feet. Yes. Yes. There wasn't any other good putts hit that day. <laughs> um, yes. And the Canucks yeah. went wild, and Adam Hadwin uh, got beautifully form tackled by a, by a zealous security guard, which was awesome. Um, still has the bottle of champagne. Lots of uh, pretty much iconic moments happen after that. Yeah. No, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy because. 
that was a pretty big dude, and he drilled Adam Hadwin. <laughs> <laughs> he landed right on his left shoulder. Yeah, it's like he had to withdraw this week. No, he didn't. But well, good man. <laughs> I well, I obviously could have could have used the Tommy Fleetwood win. Would have loved it if Terrell didn't double bogey the eighth hole on Sunday. Uh, and I had the best looking guy in the field, Justin Rose. But you know, hey, we didn't get it done last week. But we're started segment three off on a good foot, Johnny. I don't hate golf anymore. Uh, there's lots to live for. We got this. I got, Goddamn. I got fucking nuclear bullets ready for segment three, and I am ready to spray. Well, I was pretty surprised, man, because obviously you and I. If I would have told you that a Canadian was going to win, Nick Taylor probably wasn't going to be the first three guys I would have guessed. Although he had a great, you know, he's had a good year. He had the great tournament back in Phoenix when he kind of went toe-to-toe with John Rahm. I know you're a McKenzie Hughes guy, and you know what I feel about Svensson. Yeah, well, I I had Corey Connors who just played like dog shit on Sunday, and so did Shane Lowry. Jesus Christ. Yeah, how about Rory? Rory, yeah, Rory in the, Rory was in the final group, right? <laughs> yeah, again. What the fuck? He's doomed. <laughs> Harry Diamond, they just go out too hard on Saturday because they know they can. They they know they get that sleep in that late tea time on Sunday. Harry Diamond needs. What do we say? He needs to shake him by the fucking face and say, "Motherfucker." <laughs> Harry, Harry Diamond, Diamond is like his own bag. personal doc. He just can't get rid of him. It's like he's got Conrad Murray on the bag. Yo, we're back. We cut it. So obviously that call dropped. I don't know. We'll be able to edit that out. But you know what pisses me off more than anything, words is the fact that this goddamn U2 CD from like whatever year that was. Did, do you have that on your your album, uh, your Apple tunes? Yeah, and it looks like uh, you know it's two dudes like holding each other with their shirts each other's on. Dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I gotta say hats off to Nick Taylor. That was fucking awesome uh kind of gave me chills i was so happy that it wasn't tommy saying fuck you i was happy it wasn't tommy but it was a really cool moment uh for how fucked the canadian open has been with all the different bullshit that's gone on the last two years with them just kind of getting the limelight stolen from them from other shit live all that stuff it was awesome how that played out for them to kind of get a special unforgettable finish and the canadian nick taylor breaks the drought, and wins the Canadian Open. Here, here. I agree. Um, I was disappointed, of course. But I will say, as far as the golf course goes also, uh, I thought it played really cool. It's just kind of like an, a regular country club. Um, I mean, I don't, it's not it's not going to kill you with length or anything like that. Parkland-style, of course, and they just they grew out the rough. Um, they, they kind of, you know, pinched it in a little bit and made the rough real penal. And, I mean, it, the – it held the final score to under seventeen under, I guess. So that uh, I think that that's a good a good sign of a kind of a cool golf course. And I think they're going to go back there in like twenty twenty five or something. So um, they pin- they pinched that shit. Yeah, and it was in it was right in Toronto. So like they had a they had a, a big crowd. You know, I know they played at that other place. God, what's it called? It's kind of off the beaten uh, path. Yeah, I, I, the place that uh, they played forever. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we know what we're talking about, so don't worry about it. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, whatever you say. All right, man. So that was the Canadian Open. You got anything uh, you got anything you want to report more? You got anything for the casting couch, or you want to go straight to the BLC leaderboard? I got nothing, dude. I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am to watch primetime golf. So let's, let's go over the leaderboard, and then we'll jump right into the U.S. Open. All right, you want me to do it? 
I've got it pulled up right here, bub. Oh, well, by all means, go ahead. Hey, I don't want to step on your toes, man. Hey, don't you steal my fucking segment words. This is my bit, bub. No, uh, we're, it was easy for me because this is clearly all the guys that are now in the uh, front runners for segment three championship after one event uh, and, and a two-skin carryover orange power. Scott Thompson with three million fucking dollars. Unbelievable picking. He had both guys, Nick Taylor and Tommy Fleetwood, in that playoff. So that's always a good feeling. That kind of reminds me of the time that I had Hideki and Russell Henley oh, at God, Sony Open a go. couple years ago. Word. Yeah, better. Um, well, anyway, I bet it did, Bob. We had a two-way tie for second. Beach Boys, Doc Doyle, uh, and Swingin' Pete, Jonathan Alman which his brother is the Swingin' Pete's, and I think he's just Swingin' Pete. So that's a pretty crazy, right? Yeah, that is. is. his brother? Yeah, it's Jonathan Allman. It's Jeremy's bro. I just didn't know if maybe it's like, oh, your name, it's like the two Lafferty Daniels. They don't even know each other. They hate Oh, those guys <laughs> fucking hate each other. Oh, yeah. And words, we had a two-way tie for four. Jesus Christ, this sucks. Only English with an ace racing up the charts. My sister, Evan, $2 million. She was there with Simon Sandswingers, my guy, Floyd Simon. In six, putt-putt champ Morgan Conley. And word, there was a slew of six people tied for seven, led by none other than Kate Jenner's T-Box. Oh, my God, my co-host, Andrew Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no, fuck. Yeah. Uh, right, there with <laughs> right there with them. Edge Machine, Steve Roberts. A lot of bump, no run, Cameron Green. Ron Swanson, Austin Winsett. Our guy, Tiger Strong, Chris Strong. And former league champion, Vegas Dave, Harper Ward. Words, I was in 160th place, so you had a nice, I believe that's the uh, best showing. Actually, I think I had a T7, ironically enough. So, uh, yeah, we're still right there, man. <laughs> by that I mean like we both had one top 10 all year right there right, <laughs> right there <laughs> oh, uh, no yeah I think you are right that feels good to mix one of those in finally and um, you know could have been a little bit better Tommy whatever feels good to feel good uh, and yeah, yeah Vegas Dave there I played golf with Vegas Dave and uh, the big miss Goodrich on Sunday um, we had a big time. They had their match. They were they were playing against each other in the match play deal, and it was a it was Good a hell of a, it was a hell of a match. Goodrich uh, beat them one up, and both of them played played pretty damn good. They both made a lot of huge putts when it mattered. Goodrich chipped it to about a millimeter on sixteen. That was a tap in birdie, and after Vegas David hit an incredible approach, and his putt lipped out. So that was kind of the last the last straw, so to speak, and then they both played pretty well going in. So hey, hat tip to both, both of them. Oh, yeah, damn right he is. And Vegas Dave has turned into one also. They were both grinding their shit. They both kicked the shit out of me. I suck. I almost killed someone in the pool, but that's cool. Um, was, which, he, was, was Vegas Dave like, no, no! <laughs> like, like we've said before, easy E, and uh, uh, I'm starting to get rained on here, by the way. Oh, no. Can you hear it? No. I can't. Okay, good. Well, you want right. to? We uh, can we can call some people to talk about the boomerang. Should we do that? How that ended? No, fuck no. Hey, I just uh, feel, I, I will say hat tip to Klaus. I'm glad I wasn't you last week, bub. Keep your chin up. Yeah, you, at least you're still in first in our league. Yeah, uh, you, you son of a bitch. All right, let's go over the top of the leaderboard, and then we got to jump in. Obviously, I'm having some issues with my cell connection. Yeah, go for it. Perfect. 
No change in the top three. Touch of Klaus, Ben Klaus. He got over the – he's $34.8 million. He's got a $1.26 million lead over my guy, Hog Bristle, Mark Lester. In third place, Deadheads, Tanner Wood. And holy shit, he is racing up the charts. Two gloves attorney, Doug Nix, is now inside the top five at number four. Down a spot to number five, Gin and Juice, Brian Eagleston. Hanging tight at number six, Joe Stepanovich, Shankopotamus. Also holding tight three, Jack City, Chris Rob, uh, Chris Gilbert, I'm sorry, at number seven. Up eight spots and into the top ten, the snowman, Ryan Ingroff. Down a spot, R. Diddy, Russ Didlake, the number nine. And the swinging Pete, Jeremy Allman, round out the top ten word. You made a pretty big rise after your uh, beautiful week. You went 13 spots up to 167. I am falling like a fucking fat fuck. <laughs> One, 139. Uh, and we're separated still by about, uh, you know, I've got about a, I think, one point six, one point five million dollar lead. So it's nothing. It's nothing. That's like ninth place this week. Hey, we've got two fucking Percy ass tournaments in a row. Things will change. I mark. Listen to me on that, baby. I'm picking winners this weekend next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to hear, it, bub. Okay. Well, LACC. I mean, we got friends where we haven't, right? Hey, we got friends in low places. They're over there. It's kind of, listen, we said we're going to fire bullets. We got two tournaments in a row, elevated events, $20 million purse. I'm, I'm going chalk of the chalk this week. You and me both words. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have the same goddamn pick. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be you, me. I know my brother had the exact same idea. So I'm a little concerned about it. And I may even do a cheeky one and, and switch it up a little bit tonight. Uh, oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I honestly think it, it, if you've got the picks to burn, you can burn them. I know a lot of people who are still saving, obviously. Um, some guys who have burned all the John Roms, burned all the Scotty Shufflers. You and I have both done pretty well saving those guys. Will it be worth it? We will find out. But uh, I guess the first feature group words, we've got the number one player in the world, Scotty Scheffler. He's playing with Colin Morikawa and a guy that at one point was a can't-miss favorite here, Max Homa, who has apparently the course record from the Pac-12, remember? Yeah. Oh, have you heard that this week? Yeah, apparently. No, and like it's funny because everyone's like, yeah, they played this course all the time at UCLA. It's like, no, this is one of the most exclusive country clubs in America. I think that he said he didn't play it one time until the uh, the Pac-12 championship that year. So it's not like, uh, you know, at OKC when the OSU golf team needs to come and like, you know, get around in before they leave, before they leave from a jet later in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Good. Great. Words. Words. Are you doing it? I'm taking Scotty Scheffler. Yes, I'm, I'm taking it. Scotty Scheffler. I'm fading Homa. I'm not playing him on DraftKings either. Morikawa is just fascinating to me because this is definitely kind of a U.S. open venue where you don't have to be an absolute bomber savage. And if you can, you know, hit 16, 17, 18 greens, you're going to be way ahead of it. And um, he is definitely the kind of guy that can do that. I know his back spasms have kind of subsided from all reports on the ground. So Morikawa scares the shit out of me, and I am playing him in DraftKings. Okay. Well, I think Scotty Scheffler, all you got to look, he is, if he fixed. I think I know what he was going to say. He was going to say something along the lines of he is leading the entire universe and ball, every ball striking number that matters. 
He's just got a little bit of a weak putter right now, and he's been toying with it. He got another one, and he brought another one in the bag. I love it, his line. He said, "Yeah, you sometimes you just got to put another in the an, another putter in the bag so you can scare the original one." So he's trying to scare that piece of shit putter that he won the Masters with last year, and the okay. players yeah. and the players with earlier this year. Oh, you're there. I'm here. I'm here. Go go. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I guess he was he was not one to they they asked him about his putter change, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're both on Scotty. Next featured group, we got the next hottest guy, John Rahm, playing with U.S. Open stalwart Xander Schauffele and the man from Norway, Victor Hovland. I love it. I'm on Rahm, but listen, this Rahm was not on my card before his press conference. And after his press conference, I'm not sure he could bolt for live before Valderrama. I, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I, I need to fucking play him while I know he's in the field and I am able to take him. So I am taking John Rahm, but um, yeah, I really I really actually wanted to take Cam Smith. But uh, no, I'm on Rahm. Let's go. Word. So it's, it's, it's the same fucking deal going yes are you taking two guys from that group or not because i'm on the men from norway whoa no i am not on victor hovland je has had the punch he's going for big dick vic the man from norway the open last two three years i'm taking victor out of this group i'm that's the one guy i got in this group you don't have rom I do not have Rom. Oh, my God. I, now I hope he does go to live. I hope he goes to live right after the tournament, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, he was the guy who helped, who gave Jay Monahan a stroke, apparently, last night. Uh, is that too soon for that joke? A stroke? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet that was a stroke, Bob. My grandmother died a lot in college, too, Jay. The stroke joke. The stroke joke. Okay, let, let's just get let's get on with it. We got that. Uh, Words. My last guy, of course, I'm going with Brooks Kepka. I don't think I can get through the, the rest of the feature groups because my phone keeps cutting out, but who isn't on Brooks Kepka this week? Yeah, I, I think at least I, we could break the 200 mark barrier, right? Well, the guy seems very confident. You mentioned John Rahm in his press conference. I got the same vibe from Brooks. I don't see why Brooks doesn't win. Uh, I saw a crazy stat that if he were to win the U.S. Open, he will match Tiger's win percentage at major championships and match him for three U.S. Open titles in 12 less starts. So you're talking, when you start being able to talk in the same realm as Tiger, I think we all know that Brooks Kepka is the guy. Yeah, and I forgot, there was a crazy stat also that showed like through their first 36-some-odd majors, I think it was. Um, but you should look at the, the, the percentages there because Brooks is getting up to, I think, um, it might be... It might be in the 20 percent, somewhere in the 20 percentile, and I think Jack Nicholas was like high 40s. So Jack still dumps on on Tiger and Brooks when it comes to these early, his like kind of first several um, kind of, you know, seven years worth. Um, fuck Jack. Fuck Jack, he says. Yeah, Chris Roberts just cheering somewhere. You guys are both going to hell. Okay. No, no, not really. Not you, Chris. Just um, J.E. Okay, Victor Hovland. We were both on Scotty Scheffler. We were both on Brooks Kepka. Yeah, of course I'm going to go with Brooks. How could I? How it could comes I not down take to John Rom? It comes on, between you and I. It's John Rom versus the man from Norway, Victor Hovland. And you know how much of a Rom guy I am. But God damn it, do I have a reason to cheer for Victor this week, baby? I cannot wait to get see him get flubby on some of these chips out there. He's going to hit it in the sand, and it's going to bury. He's not going to know what to fucking do with himself. And he's going to be oh, smiling. No. He's going to be smiling. Oh, no. 
no, 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 God, no. Um, we're uh, since we know we're kind of on borrowed time as it is, I give Rory no shot. Uh, one guy that we, I think we mentioned to look out for, obviously Patrick Cantlay is somewhat from the area. I wouldn't be surprised to see him. And people forget Jordan Spieth at one, you know, at one point was the the top dog of them all. I wouldn't be surprised to see Jordan give it a run for his second U.S. Uh, Open title. Absolutely. I've been saying it every week, Jordan's driving the ball better than he has in his entire career. His approach game uh, still is a little bit concerning, but he there's no one who knows how to get the ball in the hole better than he does when he's in some kind of weird situations, which this course is going to offer a lot of. And, you know, uh, this is just like kind of a Jordan Spieth course. It, re- it reminds me a lot kind of of like Chambers Bay on how it's going to play really linksy, lots of hitting like the ball and watching it run out. Um, and obviously Spieth won there. So, hey, um, I got him I got him in a lot of DraftKings lineups. Cam Smith is someone who I really thought long and hard about. Um, I've heard a lot of play, uh, kind of the guys who talk about it say that this plays a lot like the Australian Golden Coast golf courses, as I said, more Lynx style. Um, and, you know, you're, you're, you're hitting tee shots and they're running out. And, um, yeah, Cam Word. Smith, I think, has uh, that wedge game and the putting game, of course, that can get it done too. Hey. How about how about uh, you see they asked him what makes him nervous and, and it co- of course he comes back with the shit that fucked me over there at Harbor Town. I get nervous whenever my my engine goes out when I'm fishing off the coast. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. shit. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to him. <laughs> hey, there was a white Land Rover or Land Cruiser with black wheels that just pulled in your driveway. Uh, it's probably Robin dropping off Penny. Perfect timing. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, we're. Good luck. Sorry that this didn't work out as well with the service. It's raining up here. So uh, I'm excited to watch primetime golf. I get home and golf, I believe, coverage ends at 9 o'clock back home on Sunday night, which I can't think of a better way to spend my Sunday. Likewise. All right, Bob. That was fun. We'll talk later. Okay. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. I used to be a piece of shit that wasn't a father. So anybody that's, uh, you know, still just getting wasted all the time like I was before I became a dad, you know, Maybe go and pregnate someone. Yeah, then you can be a piece of shit with a kid. <laughs> I'm all high and mighty because I'm a dad now. No, just in all seriousness, hopefully you guys can manipulate your wife into saying the only gift you want for Father's Day is to be able to watch the U.S. Open all day Sunday. <laughs> hey, Penny. Hey, Robin. Oh God, sorry. It's all right. How you doing? Good. I did not know that you were. I'll leave you, you in that awkward situation. Yeah, thanks, J.E. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Hey, good luck. Can you hear me? Hello, yes, and we're still recording. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We're back. No, that's, that's it. I just making sure everything I know that was that's going to be a nightmare to edit. No, oh, yeah, it's going to be an absolutely nightmare, man. But, hey, I'm happy you're on vacation. I'm happy you're on vacation with your family and having a great time. I'm going to be here. Yeah. It's okay. As soon as we get off here, I'm going to move a bunch of shit around your house and kind of fuck with you. And do you remember how to pull the uh, the audio off the little card word? No, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't even give hey, a well, shit. I think this might just be one of those that ends up on the editing floor, the secret show that no one heard. Oh, God. Like, yeah, no, J.E. had a prophecy about it. Victor, and he's done it all on the show. Yeah, J.E. opened the show with this really weird reference to some people that died, and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I just making sure everything is good. Robin just dropped Penny off.
Yeah, yeah, that was awkward too. So thanks for uh, getting off the phone when that happened. Hey, you're welcome. You actually hung up on me, Bob. No. Uh, well, yes, Penny's here. Penny is now licking my hand right now. She is just couldn't be happier that she's home. I'm getting ready to let her out so she can shit all over your yard. Great. Did Robin open a can, or can you help me out there too, Bub? No, Robin <laughs> did that. Robin did okay, that. Okay, great. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> State champ. <laughs> yes. All right, man. Well, thanks again. Well, no, well, what's going yeah, on? What are you guys doing tonight? Uh, we are cooking a lasagna and we're gonna drink a bunch of fucking wine i'm sitting out here on the front porch now with with my dear friend and brother-in-law matthew oh matthew's uh, there ha- ha- having a couple beers what's up yeah, matthew exactly. yeah i heard him what's up man and yeah. uh is, is your other favorite brother-in-law there yet and that piece of shit's inside he uh he's got <laughs> some interesting picks i think uh i don't remember who he said but who cares <laughs> <laughs> matthew See, who's gonna win the who's gonna win the u.s open Sung J M. Sung J M. Sung J. That would be Ooh. that would be a crazy one. That would be good. If Sung J M wins, uh, Matthew, we 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 pay Matthew the skin. I'm, I'm back. I'm back again. Yeah, he gets to be on the show next week. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, hey, we haven't had a guest picker in a while. Uh, speaking of get winners, Scott Thompson. I need to. It, that was a two week skin. Yeah, so two hundred dollars, yes. Scotty. Yes. Yes. Okay, good hey, for I got to tell you, uh, I got to op- I got to open it back up because, um, you know, I, I mentioned it all the time. Betting's legal here, and uh, I bet fifty bucks on the Heat when they were up eleven, just money line and lost. <laughs> You're such a fucking square. <laughs> so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put money on uh, I'm gonna throw out money on all the bets. Uh, I, I really like uh, Cam Smith. I think he's getting over twenty to one. Um, I think fucking. You know, some of the other guys, eight to one, I, that's just not enough for me. I, I need some serious You, juice, you so need some be, more action in that. You need a little more juice. Yep. I'm going to spread it out. So, all right, dude. All right, well, let me know about those bets, and let's see how they go. Sounds great. All right, have a good vacation. All right, all right man, later. Out of And out of our life. Out of our life, he goes again. Just I'm stuck here now with his dog in his house. That is about all that I have, too. You know, I, I wish I'd have gone out on more of a limb with my picks, but that's that's just how the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. I don't know who all has extinguished all of their ROM and Scheffler picks already. I'm I'm hoping it's a bunch, but I know that Brooks is gonna be chalky as fuck, but I refuse to have him on my bench and watch him win another major ever. I was for four for four, four for his first four, and I'm not gonna miss out on number six. Cause missing out on five and having J E on him. It got me in a it got me in a downward spiral and it affected my picking. It affected my picking. I mean, you can see it. It's right there on the scoreboard. But now things are different. Now things are different. I'm off on the right foot. I got bullets to burn. And I'm coming for you, Klaus. I'm coming right for you. I'm going nowhere. All right. You guys enjoy the US Open this week. Happy Father's Day. Call or text your dad. I hope your kids tell you they love you. And if they don't, you know old Uncle Words loves you. You guys enjoy the golf and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Several hours.